This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hello, welcome to the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am your host, Lauren Ivey, and I am so excited and grateful to be with you here today. This is the monthly solo cast for the month of May, and I am recording this on Monday, May 2nd. So we are fresh. If you are listening to this when it comes out on Tuesday, you will get all of this energy, and if you are listening to it later, you will surely get exactly what you need. And it's really fitting that I'm starting with that because the card for this month is called the Time Master. And the theme is all about how, you know, our relationship with time and how time is sort of a construct, it's an illusion, it's, it's this thing that we spend a lot of time thinking about our time. And so I'm, I'm really excited to dive into this and all of the energy that is surrounding it. In Atlanta, where we live, school gets out at the end of the month. And so it is just amazing to me that there has been such a quickening of time in the last few months. It's so funny that it feels like January and February, because of the cold, because it's not as busy, there's not as many holidays and activities, it sort of feels like when will the end of the school year come? And then all of a sudden, here we are at the beginning of May, and May has such a frenetic pace. I think it's a funny a funny joke among moms that, that May is like December in terms of all the school picnics and recitals and concerts and sports events and and birthdays and people are trying to pack everything in in the last few weeks before people head off for summer and so I am definitely in that energetic space right now of trying to be present and trying to be in the moment and trying to really enjoy these last few weeks of you know, being in our current school grade with our current friends and community, and then also preparing for summer and the next, you know, the next phase of what's going to happen with everybody when it comes to school and work and camp and all of those mom things. And so it's a funny dance of feeling potentially overwhelmed with everything that's going on while also trying to be in the moment and really soak it all in and enjoy it and also have your eye a little bit on the future, right? So I feel prepared and I don't feel like, oh, I'm just going to push that off. And then all of a sudden that creates even more chaos when you feel like you're behind on a deadline to order things or sign up for things. Oh my goodness, the registration and the paperwork and all the things. 
And if you are not in my exact same boat with, with two kiddos and all the different moving pieces, then I'm sure that there's something else that, that resonates with you as it relates to certain periods of time where it just feels like there is not enough enough time. And so I'm really going to be working this month on on trying to be more fully in the now and not thinking about the past and not worrying about the future. And I think there's something to be said, you know, if if you follow some of the things that I talk about and some other people and sort of the mindful community will say time is an illusion and you can sort of bend time and I offer something called timeline jumping which is an incredible incredible service it's super fun it's so powerful and impactful and really actionable it sounds like super out there when people hear about it like what are you talking about with timeline jumping but it's really about first knowing where you are and really grounding in that which takes a level of mindfulness and awareness and then really thinking about from both a physical standpoint so really grounding into your body and feeling all the things maybe things that you've been pushing away or ignoring but really getting so clear on where you currently are what's working what's not working And then thinking about this future version of yourself that has, you know, changed their beliefs about something or had that mindset shift or accomplished something, conquered the challenge, whatever it is that you are really putting your energy into. And then through some activations and meditations, really coming into what that future version of yourself is is experiencing, is thinking, is doing, what the actions are, and, and getting you to that spot from multiple levels. And so if that's something that is interesting to you and calling out to you, I would love to hear from you and I'd be so happy to share more about how that works. But but there's so many blessings that we can find just in the present moment, just in in not pushing off our our joy to some future occasion, you know, some people call it unicorn thinking, this idea of, well, when I get to the end of this week, then everything will be great and I'll be relaxed and I'll have fun and I'll feel good. Or when this project is over or when my husband gets a promotion or when I get this new certification or when the kids are out of school. And there's an element to that. There's an energy that you are putting out consciously, subconsciously, that is saying that I can't have everything that I want until I have reached this future space. And what that's really doing is putting out an energy of lack. It's putting out an energy of not feeling complete wholeness, gratitude in where you are right now. 
And so there's a lot of things that we can do to, you know, to work through that. But really coming from the place of there is no more perfect moment than right now. There is no external thing that is going to fill a hole or fill the space inside of you. And so while it's incredible and amazing and definitely motivating to have these future goals and be working towards some things, it it really coming from the place of you already have everything you need and just making that simple mindset shift of where I am is amazing. I am grateful for what I have and yes, I'm excited and cannot wait to bring in this new thing or reach this new goal or or have this this future thing happen but it's all extra. It's all gravy, as they say. It's really just a beautiful blessing that's going to add, but it's not what's required to to make you feel good or better or or anything that comes from a place of not enoughness, because that's where we can go to that place of of feeling like we're not good enough, of feeling that sense of desperation, of getting on that hamster wheel of, I need to do this, I need to get this, I need to make this, have this, buy this, and and once this happens, then I will feel good, then I will feel better, then I will feel like enough. And so, so switching all of that, getting rid of all of that, cutting the cord, to that kind of thinking and back into in this present moment, I have everything I need. I am whole. I am happy. I am at peace. I experience joy. Really digging into that I am and the present tense is a beautiful way to to change your relationship with time, to get more in the present moment to feel that true sense of peace and calm. And there's also an element of freedom that you can experience when you know that there is nothing else out there that is required. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people that I work with, I'm sure people that you know, they just want to feel free. They want to feel free from obligations. They want to feel free from responsibilities. They wish they didn't have to work. They wish they didn't have to be part of this or they signed up for that or, you know, they just want to experience that incredible expansive feeling of having the complete day, the complete week, month, their whole life open to them. And, and the more you are in the beauty of the presence, the less you feel required to sign up for, and I'm saying sign up for figuratively, sign up for the things in the future that you think are going to bring you that feeling of freedom. 
And I know this can be like this kind of intangible esoteric concept, but it really, it's a mindset shift that happens. And then you are able to say no more comfortably and more freely because you know that doing that thing is not going to truly bring you that joy and that freedom and that love, that it's all inside, it always has been, it always will be, and it's something that you have to cultivate on your own. And then when you look towards the future and what you want to achieve and what you want to experience, what you want to call in, bring into your life, you can do it from a place of of true alignment, of, of real clarity, of this is who I am as a human, this is what I want to experience, these are the values that I prioritize, these are the, the, the things that I want to build my life on, and I want these experiences, these things, these goals, because I feel like they are going to support, they are going to supplement, they are going to help me in a way achieve that. But again, it's not that I need these things and I have to have these things. It's more like I can't wait to experience this or this is going to be incredible. It's really this gratitude shift that you're going to be experiencing versus when I have this tangible thing, things are going to be different for me. And I know that staying present is challenging. It is challenging for me, even though I think about it and I talk about it and I work on it. And so just to let you know that if it's something that you also are working on, just to be loving to yourself, be kind to yourself, and it it's a practice. It's like anything else in this in this consciousness, in this mindfulness space that that fighting to be in the presence is is a practice. And so some ways that I love to stay present are, of course, the I am work that I just was talking about. So, Anything that you that you feel bubbling up as a need or a want or something in the future that you think is going to make you happier, make you wholer, bringing that into the present. So, and you can repeat this a million times a day at any point if you find yourself, oh, well, when that happens or I wish I had that, that's a really good place to bring this in. It's immediately switching that in your mind to I am whole. I am joy. I am grateful. I am love. I am abundance. As soon as you find yourself with a want or a need or a desire, flip that around and bring it into the present moment. I am and whatever that thing is. So the I am work is is a version of a mantra, but there are certainly other mantras or affirmations, which are, again, these are like little short phrases that you can say to yourself. People love to start the day with them, whether it be in your head or whether it be something that you voice out loud, writing it down in a journal is another beautiful way to make that connection of 
I stay in the present moment and I enjoy all of life as it's unfolding in front of me. Something like that, you'll come up with the one that resonates with you. But you can also, in addition to doing it at the beginning of the day, definitely at the end of the day before you go to bed, it's a beautiful practice. You can have it on a little note card. There are so many different affirmation apps and card decks that you can buy or create something that really resonates deeply with yourself and is deeply personal to you. You can also set the alarm on your phone to do affirmation or mantra reminders. So you can set it, you know, if you wake up around six or seven, you can set it for 10 when you're maybe starting to feel a little bit of that slump. You can set it for two o'clock in the afternoon and really reground yourself. Again, after dinner, you can set it for a few times a day. You can do the same one, you can do different ones. But again, if it's something that we are trying to actively work on, then having these multiple reminders throughout the day is a really beautiful complement to that practice. Other ways to stay present, you know I'm going to talk about meditation because it is such a foundation for me for how I have been able to continue on this journey in a more mindful, peaceful, soul-connected space. And so again, that meditation can look like five minutes sitting outside in your yard on a walk, listening to nature, quieting your phone, your emails, your podcasts, all the different noises, and just breathing. It can be that simple. If you find it challenging to sit in silence, then absolutely there are so many different apps. I like the Insight Timer one. There are literally thousands, probably millions on that app, meditations that you can do. You can listen to the sound of a waterfall. You can listen to birds chirping. You can listen to shamanic drumming, which I love. You can definitely do a guided meditation, which I think especially when you are beginning and aren't sure what you're doing and think you're doing it wrong, then listening to a guided meditation. Look for one that's a body scan. That is a beautiful, easy to learn, easy to then implement on your own practice of just laying there, starting with your feet, moving up your body to your head. I'm sure you've heard me talk about that before if you listen to this podcast. And the reason I'm saying it and the reason that so many other people talk about that is because it is just a beautiful simple way to get back into your body. I know because I have have experienced this myself that the idea of meditation can be really overwhelming and it can feel like, again, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to start. Am I doing it wrong? And a lot of people, me included, had this misconception that meditation was completely quiet mind, no thoughts, and every time some thought popped in, I felt mad at myself, I felt disappointed, I felt like I was doing it wrong. And taking meditation courses helped me understand that absolutely that is not true. 
that except for maybe a few monks that have been doing this literally for their entire lives and sitting on the mountaintop somewhere, every single human is going to have thoughts during their meditation. And the practice is just allowing those thoughts to pass through. It's noticing, it's observing, it's it's really becoming the watcher, which happens over a period of time where you get to be the noticer, the observer. You get to see the thought come up. You get to allow it to pass through because you're not going to hold on to it. You're not going to get attached to it. And then again, a period of calmness, a period of quiet, and then the thoughts keep coming and you just keep letting them pass. You know, a beautiful analogy is thinking about the clouds in the sky, that there is always movement, there's clear skies, there's cloudy skies, and you just let it pass through. And that is what allows you over time to build up the skill of detachment and being able to see your thoughts as separate from you as the soul, as you as a body, as you as an individual. It's really letting you be able to understand that your mind and all the things that it thinks are not true. So that's probably a whole other separate podcast, but definitely practicing meditation and also boundaries. Creating boundaries is a beautiful and really compassionate way to help with keeping you present. So if you have people or or organizations or news or other things that you feel are constantly either pushing you to look backward and revisit certain things and loop them around in your mind or cause you to be always looking forward and feel worry and feel afraid and concerned, then creating better boundaries, meaning maybe disengaging from those things for a little while until you can feel more more comfortable and stable and secure in your own energetic space, maybe putting a pause on those, maybe coming into those energy exchanges with some protection around you, meaning if you are going to be with your uncle who always talks about things from the past or your sister who is always worried about the future, you know that, right? You've experienced that before. You know how it feels before you're in space with them and you know how it feels after you're in space with them. So knowing that this is going to be a circumstance that you can't avoid potentially by not being with them, then then saying to yourself, whatever they're saying does not have to affect me. You can create a little bubble around yourself. You can wrap yourself in a gold light, in a green light for your heart space. You can push your feet into the ground and really root down into your own energetic space. You can 
push away and repel whatever they're saying so you can hear their words and then in your in your mind's eye or in your sort of body space just sort of push it back at them and don't let it in and I know certain people have this way of just really affecting us and that is our work to do to not let it affect us right it's two people in this relationship and if it's something that doesn't feel good to you you have not only the right but the responsibility to your own health and wellness to not let that affect you and so if this is bringing up something in you right now if you are feeling resistance to this or if this is sort of like punching your buttons a little bit I would just sit with it and and consider it and maybe journal about it and see what's coming up about this but we have the autonomy to be in our own individual energy and if we feel good and we feel safe and we feel optimistic as ourselves and other people around us are are changing the way we feel about ourselves and about the situation and pulling us out of our presence then it is up to us to make that change in that relationship i'm so grateful for this card to pop up and to help us dig into the presence in this very, very busy month of May when it is so easy to feel like time is just is just speeding by us that we have all the time that we need. We have endless, infinite amounts of time when we take back our energy, we take back our intention, we put our attention on the things that matter most to us and we spend our time in the presence. In the present moment, everything is possible. In the present moment, we can experience absolutely everything and anything our heart desires. We have all the peace, all the joy, all the abundance, all the love right here in this moment. That's the only place that it truly exists. And so my wish for you for this month is that you experience all of the miracles, all of the magic that are waiting for you right here in this present moment. I love you all. I'm so grateful for you, for your support. I would love for you to rate, review, subscribe, share this episode with somebody that you love and that you think could benefit from this. I have so many fun, really beautiful, supportive, impactful offerings. You can find them on my website, opentoalchemy.com. You can follow me on Instagram, open.to.alchemy. I am going to be talking about so many different ways to really dig into this time issue, to learn how to master time, both from an energetic perspective and also from a very practical perspective, because you know I love mixing the woo and the work. And so stay tuned for that all month. This is going to be my theme, talking about time. And you can also sign up for my email, which I send out almost every week. And you can definitely email me, lauren at opentoalchemy.com. So mwah, have a great month. 
Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.